Connections Radio Show, where we talk about fun stuff today. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host. And this week, we're partnering with our dear friends from the Fearless Comedy Productions. And that's that's something special because we're going to be going back to old-timey radio with the Fearless Comedy Production of Big Fun Radio Fun Time. And we have Tim Wick, who is our artistic director of the Fearless Comedy Productions, and he's got some great members here. Hi. Why don't you introduce folks? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, we brought three folks. Uh, one person who's been here with us before, about a year ago, we have Bryn Berryhill. Hi. And uh, <laughs> we have Kelvin Hatley. Hello. And Allison Anderson. Hello. Well, welcome to all. Uh, the Fearless Comedy Productions encourages, empowers, and educates new artists and existing talents, explores the limits of comedy while striving to create a more diverse and inclusive environment. Fearless is dedicated to helping these voices reach an audience in the artistic community. And this is part of their outreach with Big Fun Radio Fun Time. That's right. And Hello, got- we're reaching out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And you've got a great fundraiser that's wild and woolly. It, uh, yeah, it's a very exciting. It's coming up this Friday the 29th called Die Laughing. It is a 50-hour comedy marathon. That's right. We will be performing nonstop from 7 p.m. on Friday night to 9 p.m. on Sunday night. This is it a is marathon. Crazy. It is crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, literally, it's a marathon. And, 50 and no hours. one else does this. Yeah, this we, is- are, we are. We've done some research, as much, <laughs> as much research as the internet as allows. As Google will let you. <laughs> And uh, we believe that we are the longest comedy marathon in the world. Now, now this isn't a pledge per hour no. type of marathon. No, although if you want to do that, we'll take that. Uh, uh, no. no, it is uh, there. There through the, throughout the whole event, there are going to be all sorts of weird opportunities to uh, get certain members of the company. We're called Fearless Comedy for a reason, and so there are a lot of challenges that involve having certain members of the company do things that are, let's say, uh, difficult or scary. <laughs> uh, I'll be hosting near the end with uh, my friend Kayla Sotabeer. And uh, we are going to do a series of challenges where what we'll be doing if we re- raise certain amounts of money over the course of our per- our performing time, we will be doing what other people do well uh, and seeing if we can do it anywhere near as well. So, for instance... Uh, Angela Fox, who's been on this program before, is a dance teacher. And so uh, Kayla and I will, if we raise a certain amount of money, have to choreograph and perform our own dance with Angela Fox, also choreographing and performing her own dance. And they'll have to decide who does a better job, the person who's a professional or Kayla and myself. Also, our friend uh, Aaron Kennedy does a show called Lounge Lizzie, which is an <laughs> improvised improvised singing show. And if we reach our, our highest goal, then both Kayla and I are going to have to compete with Lounge Lizzie in an improvised singing show. A showdown. A showdown, as it were. So that's, that's one of the things. But there are many, many, many different challenges. Obviously, it's all to raise money for Fearless Comedy Productions. It helps us produce the shows that we are working on. It helps helps us encourage local theater professionals to become better theater professionals, especially especially folks uh, like myself, even, who may have thought they were going to go into theater but ended up doing something that they were not expecting. Uh, I went into college to be an actor, and I come, came out of college as a set designer, and now I'm a writer. And so I think— uh, So it's a career exploration. It is. It's, it's really— <laughs> What I what I've learned in my in my oh too many years on this planet is that we all make certain plans for who we are and what we want to do in our lives, and I think most of us somewhere along the way find out that we probably got it wrong. <laughs> and, and, wrong uh, turn, left and, uh, instead of right. And then and then and then you spend the rest of your life trying to figure out how to do the thing you just discovered you really want to do, and so fearless is really for the, especially, but not only, but it's especially for people who who have discovered that they want to do something with theater and with comedy, but, uh, but didn't have the opportunity to get taught how to do it uh, when, they were, when they were young and making decisions about what they were going to do with the rest of their lives. So hopefully we can help people find that direction and, and, and give them the education they need and the opportunities they need to get better at it. One of the things that really drew me to the Fearless Productions was the idea of facing our fears. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we may have a hope. You know, we may think, oh, this is something I'd love to do. But there is that fear. Mm-hmm. So the encouragement to be fearless. 
That's the idea. That's the idea. The idea that trying to do something new is really scary. And and but die laughing is so much about that. It's been a crucible for so many people trying new things. You know, I talk about Lounge Lizzie. Well, Aaron Aaron Kennedy decided to do that show on at the last minute because we needed a fill in. I think it was three years ago at Die Laughing, and she just said, "Oh, I'll do this." And she came in one night, and now it's been a show that she's produced at Huge Theater a few times, and and it's got gotten to be a bigger and bigger thing, and uh, and. That's an that's something that many many members of our company and Aaron Aaron is a fantastic performer, not a member of Fearless Comedy, but definitely a supporter of Fearless Comedy, and uh, and just we've given people within our company and outside of our company these opportunities to just try something crazy, weird, new, give it a shot, and to say don't be afraid of falling on your face. Quite honestly, the the best thing that most of us have done once we've done enough to realize it is fail at something because you learn so much from your mistakes and you have so many opportunities to go, all right, well, that didn't work, but uh, I'm in a supportive company that when something doesn't work, they just go, dang it, you gave it a shot. All right. (laughs) What are you going to do next time? There's never a, well, hmm. Uh, you probably shouldn't ever try this again. <laughs> it's 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 really, re- really what happens in Fearless is people just say, "What are you going to do next? What, how are you going to how are you going to make this better next time?" Not even that was awful. Just what are you going to do to make it better? What are you going to do to make make it crazier, weirder? How are you going to challenge yourself next time? Which I think is like a philosophy that we should do in our life, whether we're on stage or not, you know, how to take those risks. And it gives you experience in taking those risks and having an experience that may not be, you know, stellar that you thought, mm-hmm. but nothing, you don't die. You know, things aren't terrible. You've got to support. So I, Dying I, on stage is a figure of speech. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's not, it doesn't, doesn't it really al- happen. It almost never happens for real. Almost never. Um, so you've got a lot of hours for a marathon. Are you encouraging all your members to be part of it? Yeah, we do. We do. And everybody, you know, there are people that want to do different things. So there are people that want to be involved in the technical side or the writing side, maybe not necessarily in the onstage side, although even those people, I think you'll see a lot of them on stage this weekend. And it won't just be Fearless Company members. There are a lot of people from outside Fearless coming in to do things. But I, I am always most excited by seeing company members say, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fill a half hour," and and there are so many people who have just said, "I've never done stand up comedy before. Here, schedule me for a half hour." <laughs> Bryn, Bryn is raising. Are you d- what? Five minutes? Well, yeah. Um. So I was uh, corralled into lab, and Fearless Lab is where they're literally like, "Hey, you've never done a thing." go do a thing. And it's, um, it's, it's known that this is the first time I've done this thing before. Um, so the first time I was corralled into lab, somebody took my phone and said, Hey, what are you doing this Tuesday? They took my phone said, huh, looks like you're doing lab now and put it in my phone schedule. Uh, and I had to come up with something. So, but this lab I'm doing five minutes of stand up for the first time. And then, um, during the fledglings hour and a half, I'm doing stand-up as well because somebody had to drop something. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do stand-up for the first time twice. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have two questions for you. So the audience that comes, they can pay what they want, but there's a, rec- a recommended donation. It's a $20 of like- suggested donation. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But we'll take anything. Right. I mean, we'll take $5. We'll take nothing. Just we For 50 hours, there are going to be people on stage performing. We want audience members. So it's at the Phoenix Theater in Minneapolis. It's nice and central. It's on bus lines. Uh, I encourage anybody listening to this show to come out and watch in person if you can. It is also going to be streaming uh, at dielaughingmarathon.com. So you can watch it any time of the day or night from the comfort of your home, office, or at work. <laughs> although I'm going to warn you, there might be swears. Yes. So so Phoenix Theater is on 2605 Hennepin Avenue. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to encourage folks not only to come to support this great organization and to make a donation and enjoy themselves. But, you know, maybe it's a fun way for them to see if they want to become part of Fearless as well, if they want to take some classes and if they want to face their fears. That would be great that we'd like to see you do that. So you not only can support the good work that's allowing folks to explore comedy and 
Don't we need comedy more than ever right now? Boy, we sure do. <laughs> There's a lot of fears out there, and I like facing my fears through comedy. <laughs> I uh, I stand very firmly behind the idea that if you can't laugh at all the horrible things that happen in the world, then uh, you, you're just going to spend all day crying at them. Uh, so I, I just I, I I try to make light of the awful things as much as possible. And we're going to be making light in the next couple segments. We've got some live radio theater that you all will be able to be a part of, which is really exciting. But I also want to make sure before we leave this segment that you know how to find out more about Fearless Comedy Productions. And they've got a great website, which is fearlesscomedyproductions.com. And there you'll be able to look up the schedule. Will the yes. schedule be listed for all of the marathon yeah, crazy it, fun it things? It is, and there's a link from that, but it also, for Die Laughing, we do have a, a dedicated website, dielaughingmarathon.com, so you can find all the information there. Also, our Facebook page, just look for Fearless Comedy Productions. You can like us on Facebook. There will be updates on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, all weekend long. So look for, and, and any member of the company, uh, if you know any of us, if, and there are a lot of us. There are about 60 company members. If you like their page, I guarantee you we'll all be talking about Die Laughing this weekend. And there will be a lot of opportunities to to donate and have us do crazy things. And that is next weekend. Next weekend, next the 29th, weekend. 30th, and 31st. Highly recommend you going out. And, you know, throughout the show, we're going to be making mention of all the fun things. So as you're stay tuning, you'll hear about the great marathon. And you'll also be hearing some great scenes coming up. So stay tuned. Stay with us here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hey, community, this is Sian Thomas from ABC Realty. We represent a diverse team of realtors here at ABC, and we're rooted in your community. We are the only brokerage with an intentional focus on the east side of St. Paul. We specialize in helping first-time homebuyers and people of color to find the home and the neighborhood of their dreams. We have agents who speak Spanish and Hmong, and to keep pace with the ever-changing demographics of the east side, we're adding agents who speak the languages of our community. Communities. We're accessible and we're available for you. Face to face and over the phone, we'll help you each step of the way, whether you're buying or selling. We'll discuss the value of home ownership and how it can be leveraged to build your future. We are here for you, ready to put our experts to work for you. So learn more about us here at abcrealtytwincities.com. That's abcrealtytwincities.com. Hi, Marge. Hi, Gail. What's wrong? Everything is so depressing. The news, the weather, the local sports teams, my marriage. I know what you mean. There's only one thing I found that helps. What's that? Comedy. Comedy? Uh-huh. You're soaking in it now. I'm soaking my hands in comedy? Well, no wonder they feel funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can I get some more comedy? How about Die Laughing? It's a 50-hour comedy marathon starting at 7 p.m. on Friday, March 29th at the Phoenix Theater in Minneapolis. 50 hours? Well, that sounds expensive. It is isn't. It's just a suggested donation of $20, and you can come and go as you like all weekend. Wow. And you can find out more information or stream the event online at DieLaughingMarathon.com. DieLaughingMarathon.com? Yes, DieLaughingMarathon.com. Well, that sounds great. I'm going to use comedy for everything. Do you think it can really help my marriage? (laughs) (laughs) No, you need to dump that jerk. Die laughing. Comedy can't fix everything, but it might make you forget all about it for just a little while. Visit the wine bar at Cafe Latte and enjoy a unique handcrafted pizza and glass of wine. The perfect place for an intimate night or an evening with friends. Choices range from spicy Italian sausage and sweet roasted peppers to the one-of-a-kind nacho chicken pizza layered with blue corn tortilla chips. The approachable wine list offers over 30 by the glass with special emphasis on wines from Washington State. End your night with one of Cafe Latte's melt-in-your-mouth desserts, 850 Grand Avenue, St. Paul. I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue. Brunson's Pub is a place where history and passion are a part of every detail, starting with the menu. The Payne Phelan neighborhood arose from Dakota people who lived here for hundreds of years and pioneering immigrant communities, Irish, Swedes, German, and Italians, who made the Eastside their home. 
More recently, waves of new residents from Asia, Latin America, and Africa continue the rich immigrant history and are revitalizing the community's cultural life and economy. Come experience Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. And welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we're talking about fun stuff. We have big fun radio fun time brought to us by the Fearless Comedy Productions. And my great co-host today is Tim Wick. I'm great. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You are a great writer. You're a great artistic director. You're a great actor. You're a great co-host. What can I say? You're just in that great category. That's uh, more than I would say about myself, but thank you. You're welcome. It's so true. <laughs> and you've got a fun fundraiser coming up. Yeah. Die laughing. Wanna, for the folks who missed the first segment where we talked a little bit more about that, let's do a quick recap of Die Laughing 6, the sixth sense of comedy. It's a 50-hour comedy marathon running from Friday the 29th at 7 p.m. to Sunday the 31st at 9 p.m. That's right. 50 hours of comedy. Non-stop <laughs> laughter. <laughs> And that's at the Phoenix Theater at 2605 Hennepin Avenue in Minneapolis. It's a great little theater, and it's a great place to hang out. You like theater? Make it a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Go all weekend. You can, Enjoy. Yeah, if you, can, if you can last all 50 hours, I will give you $5. <laughs> it's worth it. Wow. Can they, can they have like wow. a sleeping bag? Big can they money. create sure. a quarter? All sure, right. yeah. Bring a sleeping bag into the theater. We'll let you do that. <laughs> There's just the, the, I don't know if the theater will let you do that, but they're not here, so they can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> We're never doing a show at the Phoenix again. I'm sorry. <laughs> and speaking of comedy, we'll give you a taste of comedy today. Mm, nom nom. <laughs> and we're actually doing two scenes that you wrote. That's right. And the first one I absolutely adore. I, I did get the chance <laughs> to hear the rehearsal, and it's it's fabulous. Um, but why don't you give us a little preview? Of what sure. Uh, I call this college prep. I'm just going to say that uh, – it's inspired by a few items in the news <laughs> that I sort of mashed together. And that's the, I'll leave it at that. All right. Do you want to introduce who is playing who in the name of this, uh, this piece? Sure. Karen is played by Bryn. Mom is played by Allison. Bill is played by Kelvin. And I'll be playing Dad. I'm home. Mom? Dad? We're in the dining room, Karen. Oh, Okay, that's weird. What? Who's this? Oh, this is Bill Kep- Gephardt, dear. He's a consultant. Your father and I are concerned, dear. I don't... Understand. We got your SAT scores today, Karen, and I have to tell you, they have your mother and I very worried. Oh, I, I can retake the test, can I? I'm sure it'll be okay. No, I'm sorry, Karen. I don't like to be too much of a pessimist, but I can't stress enough that we are going to have our work cut out for us to make things okay. Well, how bad are they? You got a 1570. Oh, isn't, isn't that really good? <laughs> no, I'm afraid not, Karen. With an SAT like that, along with being at the top of your class, and uh, what was her ACT score again? 34. 34. Wow. With scores like that, there's not a college in the country that wouldn't admit you. Well, that sounds good. <laughs> Unfortunately, Karen, it isn't. I... What? I don't understand. Well, Karen, with that kind of an academic background, I'm afraid that you are most likely going to be labeled as an intellectual elite. Oh, God, it's horrible. There, there, dear. I'm sure Bill can fix this. Can't you, Bill? I'm going to try. But what's wrong with being smart? Nothing. Nothing. Almost nothing. Actually, everything. Uh, Let me ask you, Karen, what do you want to do with your life? I've been really excited about politics. Ah, there's the problem. Honey, your mom and I want the best for you. You know that, right? Yeah. And we couldn't be prouder that you want to go into politics. It's true, darling. We are so proud of you. But we always assumed that you were going to get into an Ivy League school the same way your brother did. Tony? I thought he aced his SATs, didn't he? (laughs) No, dear. We hired an illegal immigrant to take the test and then reported him to the INS instead of paying him. (laughs) No way to trace it. And then we bribed a curling coach to give him a scholarship. I don't think he's gone to class in three years, and he's still going to graduate with a C-plus average. Which is just good enough. But you, 
I don't even know how you could get a C-plus average. I don't want a C-plus average. And let me tell you, Karen, if you wanted to be a lawyer or a school bus driver or, <laughs> heaven forbid, a scientist, uh, you know, that might be fine. But you want to go into politics, and intelligence isn't something voters value in their representatives. That SAT score alone means you might never even be able to run for anything beyond the state house. Governor, maybe. Maybe. But that's why I'm here, Karen. Those test scores are a challenge, to be sure, but you know, they don't have to be the end of it. Listen to what he has to say, dear. He's one of the best in the country. Why would I want to listen to him? Sounds like he wants me to be stupid. No, Karen, I don't want you to be stupid. I want you to look stupid. Exactly, dear. You see, Karen, you're a young woman. Yes, I know. And one day you want to be president of the United States. Oh, that's the ultimate goal, yes. Well, let me tell you, in order for a woman to ever be elected president of the United States, two things are going to have to happen. First, she needs to be smarter than literally every man in the world. I think I'm okay with the way... And second, she has to make sure that none of them know that. Hang on. It's true, dear. Yeah, 100%. Now, take me, for instance. You are smarter than me. I barely know you. Smart people don't become consultants, Karen. You know what my SAT score was? No. A six. I don't even think that's possible. No, I can assure you it's possible, Karen. And in spite of the fact my scores were at least seven points lower than yours... Actually, 1,564. Close enough. No, it wasn't. He doesn't care, dear. No, I don't. Uh, because I've already started to justify why your score was so much better than mine. You know why I scored a six? Because you don't understand basic math or English? It was because I was sick that day. You must have been pretty sick. Maybe. It doesn't matter. There's no way I could possibly have scored 12 points. 1,564. Yeah, well, whatever. Lower than you, or unless there was something wrong. I mean, something I couldn't control. Couldn't I just be smarter than you? Theoretically, yes. But the more I try to wrap my mind around it, the more it rebels at the concept. I'm currently convincing myself that the highest score you can get on an SAT is a 1. It isn't. It's a 1,600. That's very close to 1. Well, I guess that would depend on scale, but... Ah, you see? Are all men like you? Most of them, dear. Uh, I don't want to mail bash, Karen. Uh, that's not why I'm here. I just want you to understand the kind of fragile self-esteem you are dealing with. That's why you need to seem just smart enough to convince every man out there that you could almost beat them in a game of chess. I've been beating Dad at chess since I was five. Yes, and I resent it. I thought you were proud of me. Oh, at first, sure. When I let you win that first game, you were so excited, and I was excited for you. But then... You kept winning. I didn't even have to pretend to lose. You just beat me. I prefer playing Candyland. At least then random chance mean, uh, means I would win every once in a while. Mom, did you know about this? I'm sorry, but yes, dear. He complains about it constantly. Wait, are you smarter than Dad, Mom? Of course I am, dear. Wait, what? The only reason your father is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company is because of me. Really? He comes home every night and he tells me about his day and about all the idiotic decisions he's about to make. And I just carefully nudge him towards decisions that have a snowball's chance of working. I thought those were my ideas. Don't worry, Charles. By tomorrow morning, you will again. So why aren't you the CEO of a Fortune 500 company, Mom? Because I'd be spending every day trying to undo the damage of idiots like your father. So you let me win at chess? Oh, Charles, you've made the same opening 12 moves for the last 24 years. I could beat you in four moves. Aww. Karen, this is the reality of the future you face. You have to convince half the electorate that you are you are just dumb enough to listen to their stupid ideas, but smart enough to come up with better ideas, which they will assume were given to you by someone else. <laughs> Unless they already know how smart you are. Do you... Do you also let me win at Candyland? I stack the deck, Charles. But I'm smart. You've always told me I'm smart. Charles, do you have any idea how much money you are paying Bill to sit in our kitchen to lecture our daughter right now? Is it more than $6? Quite a bit. But I couldn't say exactly how much more without a calculator and an assistant who knows how to use one. Oh, my God. You're an idiot! Yes, I am, Karen. But I'm a highly paid idiot. And more importantly, I know a lot more about idiots than you do. You know why, Karen? Because I'm not an idiot? Well, that's what I've been led to believe in spite of the fact that you've only bested me on your SMT. SAT. Yeah, whatever. Uh, because I spilled coffee all over my answer sheet. Okay, look. I get it. I can't, apparently, be smart and still be the President of the United States. 
So what do I have to do? We'd like you to drop out of school and marry Bill. No! Then, when he gets elected president, and statistically, he fits the profile for someone who could get elected president, you can help influence policy. It's about as close to being president as you'll ever be able to get, I'm afraid. This is stupid, Mom. The, the world is changing. Oh, sure it is, dear. And in another 100 years, maybe you can be as smart as you are and nobody will resent you for it. Maybe they'll recognize intelligence is a valuable resource that should be cultivated and celebrated. Maybe they'll understand that trusting a climatologist to tell you what's wrong with the atmosphere ought to be as easy as trusting a mechanic to tell you what's wrong with your car. But until that happens, dear, Bill really is your best option. Do you also let me win? Yes, dear. Whatever it is, I let you win. Oh. But Bill is so... Old. Don't worry, dear. Nobody is going to look down on him for that. You'll be my first wife. Or my third. Which one is more than two? What if I forget about politics and direct movies instead? Oh, that's a great idea. I love documentaries. Dang it. <laughs> and that brings you to the close of the great college prep. And I want to make sure you know that you can see more of these wonderful scenes by going to the Phoenix Theater, March 29th through the 31st, for the Die Laughing uh, 6, and that's the sixth sense of comedy. Um, and more information, go to fearlesscomedyproductions.com, get the schedule. Anything else you want to let the audience know, my friend Tim and co-host? DieLaughingMarathon.com. Oh, there you go. Even better. Yeah. (laughs) And we'll be right back and we'll have another scene ready for you. So stay tuned. You're listening to Connections Radio Show here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. I'm little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle and here is my spout. No, Dad, like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip me over and pour me out. (laughs) This is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. In 1977, NASA launched the Voyager spacecrafts, satellites sent from Earth to study the farthest reaches of outer space. Aboard these voyagers were the golden records, time capsules filled with images, sounds, and music that tell the story of our world. Astronomer Carl Sagan said, The launching of these records into the cosmic ocean says something very hopeful about life on this planet. But can we still find that hope? If you could send a message out to the universe today, what would you say? This April, join Sandbox Theater for the Golden Record Project, an intimate event 42 years in the making. The Golden Record Project is a search for connection, a hopeful call to other worlds, and a declaration that we are here. The Golden Record Project, April 12th through May 4th at the Sandbox. Tickets and information at sandboxtheateronline.com. The Golden Record Project. What would you share? In response to shootings in places of worship, Code Red Playwrights will present stage play readings across the country. Theater artists will be performing to support greater awareness. I'm Lori Fitz from Connections Radio, and I'll be a part of our Twin Cities reading, which will be 7.30 p.m. Thursday, March 28th at the Phoenix Theater in Minneapolis. Join us. There is no fee to attend, but a collection box will be set out for donations to Moms Demand Action MN. See you at the Phoenix Theater, 7.30 on March 28th. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us. By opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests, we'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hello, I'm a professional announcer voice. I voice professionally, just like Fearless Comedy Productions, except they don't voice, they comedy. And starting March 29th at 7 p.m., they will professionally comedy for 50 straight hours. 50 straight hours. You can join them at the Phoenix Theater in Minneapolis for just a suggested donation of $20. Learn more or watch the event online at DieLaughingMarathon.com. That's DieLaughingMarathon.com. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Today is sunny with a high near 58. 
Tonight's cloudy with a low around 36. Tomorrow, chance of rain with a high near 49. Monday, sunny with a high near 42. And Tuesday, partly sunny with a high near 49. The Eat Local Minnesota Restaurant of the Week is Victor's 1959 Cafe. Offering traditional Cuban recipes in a relaxed, casual, and festive Cuban environment, visit them at 3756 Grand Avenue in South Minneapolis. More details at eatlocalminnesota.com. Back to Connections Radio Show, where we're having a lot of fun because it's big fun, radio fun time. It's huge. It's huge. It's delightful. It's great. It's brought to us by the Fearless Comedy Productions. This is Connections Radio Show, where we enjoy having great old-timey radio brought to life here in 2019. And we've got great folks Tim Wick, Artistic Director of Fearless Comedy Productions, is also my co-host. Let's reintroduce the cast as well. Once again, we have Bryn Berryhill, we have Kelvin Hatley, and we have Allison Anderson. Now, if you were just joining us, we're providing good comedy for your listening pleasure. But we're also promoting a great fundraiser to support this great group. Uh, And it's Die Laughing Six, The Sixth Sense of Comedy, which is... About three days worth of almost uh, over three days. Over three days. Over three days. Friday, well, Saturday, it's over Sunday. two days. Over if two I do days. my math correct, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it it takes place on three, three different days, days, but it's not but a full three days. Not the, yeah, it, it starts at seven. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, we're, we're, well, it, we are the longest the comedy marathon two. in the world right now. Yes, but if if somebody does a longer one, we're going to have to. Like up the ante and exactly. be longer again. And it's at the Phoenix Theater, That's which is right. at 2605 Hennepin Avenue. And you can drop in at any time. I mean, you can drop in at 3 o'clock in the morning. You And I would really appreciate it if you would, <laughs> because that's the time when it's pretty much just us. <laughs> Sitting in the audience trying to stay awake and appreciating the folks who are coming out and supporting us at 3 in the morning. But there will be programming. There will be. Oh, there's stuff. Have, I'm doing a solo set at 1.30 in the morning on Sunday. So you should now, come out and watch that. And I understand that you've also labeled certain shows as maybe maybe not for the full family. That is true. And many of those happen at 1.30 in the morning. So if your kids... <laughs> If your kids are night owls, you shouldn't you shouldn't take them to that. But uh, the, what we're about the piece we're about to do is going to be performed at nine a.m. Saturday, and it is going to be part of a family friendly show called "May the Farce Be With You." And this is a preview, then. This is yeah, it's a preview for a that show. Preview. A literal preview. So do you want to introduce who the characters are, and then I'm going to give there's, it over to you all. There's so many characters. I'm just I'm just going to say that that it's Bryn, <laughs> Kelvin, Allison, and myself. That's what I'll say. And the name again of this piece. The name of this piece is Quasar Strife. Da 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 da. Welcome back to Quasar Strife, our weekly serial chronicling the adventures of Luck Atmosphere Strider, who is being taught the ways of the mass times acceleration by Dobie Amkombabi. Along the way, Luck meets Fan Incognito and their co-pilot, Masticate Borka. Last week, Fan Incognito was placed in a silicon-chilling enclosure by the sinister aristocrat of the sitch, Mean Bad Guy. Place Captain Incognito in the silicon-chilling chamber. This wasn't part of our agreement! I am altering the agreement, Dr. Belriskian. You should be very hopeful I do not choose to make any further alterations to the agreement. I'm sorry, Countess Lara. This wasn't how it was supposed to happen. I have feelings for you. I'm aware. But at that moment, Luck Atmosphere Strider was speeding across the galaxy in his M-Wing with his trusty droid Y-12-73P. I know, Y-12. I remember what skilled yoga said. Luck, do not go the partly clouded city of Crispin. Do not. You may be able to friends help you may, but insurgency loss will be it. I'm not sure what he meant either. It appears Luck and Mean Bad Guy are destined to engage in an epic battle with their luminous folks on tonight's at with their luminous foils on tonight's episode of Quasar Strife. 
Ah, luck atmosphere, Strider. I've been expecting you would come. Bad guy! I should have known it was you! Of course you should have. The amount of foreshadowing has been more than a small amount. I'm gonna stop you and the evil supremacy, mean bad guy! You will not succeed! Watch me! Doby Arm taught you well. You are strong in the ways of the mass times acceleration, but you don't know the power of the drab side. I'll never join the drab side! It is what is written. I will now use the drab side to throw pieces of this city at you. Ouch! Ow! No fair! Neither is this. Ah! You cut off my hand! The one with my luminous foil in it. Why would you do that? I told you the drab side was powerful. That has nothing to do with the drab side. That was just playing dirty. You threw big chunks of metal at me with your mind and then cut off my hand. Are you always this whiny? I think I can whine a little when I get my hand chopped off, okay? Stop being such a crybaby. It's a luminous foil. The wound is already cauterized, and we can just replace your hand with a mechanical one that works better than the original. I should know. Almost my entire body has been replaced. But I liked that hand. We are getting off topic. Luck, tell me, did Doby Om ever tell you what happened to your uncle? Doby Om said you killed him. No, Luck. I am your uncle. No! No, that's not true! That's impossible! Okay, hold it. Hold it. That's enough. Excuse me? We're right in the middle of a dramatic moment. Uh, search your emotions, Luck. You know what I tell you is correct. Nope, nope, you can't do this. This is Star Wars. I think you mean Quasar Strife? Those are just synonyms of Star and Wars. Even if we're spelling Strife with a Y. Are you spelling Strife with a Y? No. Would that make it okay? No. You can't just use a bunch of synonyms and pretend it's a different story. I, I don't think that's what we're doing. Oh, really? What is mass times acceleration equivalent to? I, I, I never took math. Force. Force equals mass times acceleration. And mean bad guy? You weren't even trying with that one. Parody law says we only have to change 10%. This isn't parody. It's an homage. It's only barely that. Look. I was willing to give you a lot of leeway because, frankly, this is an audio play and hardly anyone listens to audio plays. This kind of thing doesn't really hurt our brand, especially not with your stupid lightsaber noises. I think you mean luminous foil. I mean lightsaber, and so do you. I find your lack of allegiance troubling. And I find your lack of James Earl Jones troubling. Did you think that by speaking in a lower register and occasionally making breathing noises, anyone was going to mistake you for Darth Vader? I can choke you with my mind. Go ahead and try it. Mean bad guy. Seriously, that's the best you could come up with. Mean bad guy? Why don't you call him the English translation of the German words, Dark Father? Oh man, that would have been brilliant. Listen, Miss, um... Locust. My father is the head of Locust Cinema Studios, and we are going to be shutting you down. Right, Miss Locust. We only have 17 more weekly episodes. Don't you think you could... Hang on. Locust? Yes. My father is Gerald Locust. He created Star Wars. I may not be James Earl Jones, but I know who created Star Wars. Everyone does. It was Gerald Locust. Mm, George Lucas. That's what I said. It most definitely was not. Were you recording that? Prove it. Yes, we were recording. We're on the radio. Literally dozens of people heard you say that. Ooh, carefully you don't overstate that. Oh, fine. At least a dozen people heard you say that. Besides, we're recording it for rebroadcast at 3 a.m. on Wednesday. That's when our moms listen. Okay, okay. My father didn't create Star Wars. But he did create Steer Wars, a parody of the original trilogy starring rodeo clones. So if you aren't a representative of Lucasfilm, you can't shut us down. Technically, no. Not unless one of your characters is a rodeo clown. And we can keep broadcasting until someone from Lucasfilm or Disney shows up and tells us to stop? Yes, you can. Then why are you even here? I... I want a part. You... What? I want a part. I thought if I threatened you with a lawsuit, you might settle out of court and give me a part. 
Why didn't you just say so? There's three of us trying to play every role and do all the sound effects. I noticed. What part do you want? Can I be C-3PO? Uh, I think you mean E-I-E-I-P-O. Yes, that. Well, let's hear it. I am E-I-E-I-P-O. Hominid Automaton Relations. I am fluent in over four billion forms of correspondence, including... Huh, that's pretty good. All right, you're in. Great. When's my next line? Just a second. That's it for this week's episode of Quasar Strife. Tune in next week when E-I-E-I-P-O says... I have a negative perception about this. Wait to go, way to go. Now, I know the audience out there must have loved this because I certainly did. And if you want to see more and hear more and be a part of it all, I want you to go to the Phoenix Theater March 29th to the 31st. Drop in anytime or take a look at the schedule. Tell me how to find that schedule, Tim. DieLaughingMarathon.com. That's DieLaughingMarathon.com. DieLaughingMarathon.com. You can also look at fearlesscomedyproductions.com. But be there, support this great group, and we'll be right back after a few short announcements. Woohoo! Woohoo! I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue, Brunson's Pub. Experience history and passion through the delicious menu, reflecting the East Side's diversity. The choices are limitless. Salads, sandwiches, burgers, and shareable plates. Visit Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM 950 listener or a supporter of the East Side Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. Life after military service is different. Many veterans find transitioning difficult, feeling lost and uncertain about the future. These feelings don't take away from a veteran's strength, courage, or sense of duty. If you're a veteran in crisis or no one who is, the power of one person, one connection, one act of compassion can make a difference. For free 24-7 confidential support, call the Veterans Crisis Line at 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 or visit VeteransCrisisLine.net. Northeast Minneapolis is known for its creativity, and you'll know exactly why when you eat at Hazel's Northeast. Their creatively prepared comfort food will have you coming back week after week. Breakfasts like biscuits and gravy, granola pancakes, and brisket hash. For lunch, homemade soup, and one of the best Rubens in town. And don't miss the daily risotto or Chef Ali's ever-changing dinner specials. Come on in. Bring the whole family. Hazel's Northeast delivers real good food. Family owned at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis. The NLS Braille and Talking Book Program gives patrons the freedom to read their way, listen to their stories. When I lost my sight, the only thing I had was reading, and it was like therapy to me. NLS has uh, pretty much anything you'd possibly want to read. Just can't recommend it enough. It's a free service. It's amazing how much you can get. I have used every means there is, I think, of getting access to the National Library Service books. If you want to read in electronic braille, you can. If you want to read on your phone, you can. If you want to read in print, you can. Everybody can read the way they want to read using this program, and it's a program worth looking into. For more information about the National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped Library of Congress, visit loc.gov slash thatallmayread or call 1-888-NLS-READ. Hey community, this is Sian Thomas from ABC Realty. We represent a diverse team of realtors here at ABC, and we're rooted in your community. We are the only brokerage with an intentional focus on the east side of St. Paul. We specialize in helping first-time homebuyers and people of color to find the home and the neighborhood of their dreams. We have agents who speak Spanish and Hmong, and to keep pace with the ever-changing demographics of the east side, we're adding agents who speak the languages of our communities. We're accessible and we're available for you. Face-to-face -face and over the phone, we'll help you each step of the way, whether you're buying or selling. We'll discuss the value of home ownership and how it can be leveraged to build your future. We are here for you, ready to put our experts to work for you. So learn more about us here at abcrealtytwincities.com. That's abcrealtytwincities.com. Welcome back to the Connections Radio Show. I'm Laura 
Laurie Fitz, your host, and we have been having a very fun day with Big Fun Radio Fun Time, brought to us by the Fearless Comedy Productions and my co-host, Tim Wick. Hello. Great show. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yes, I love your, you wrote both pieces. I did. And you performed them. I did. And you helped direct I'm them. I'm multi-talented. Yeah, you are. You're pretty incredible. Eh. And there'll be more of this, won't there? There will. There's going to be all sorts of stuff. That piece that we performed last, Quasar Strife, we are going to perform live on stage during May the Farce Be With You, 9 a.m. Saturday morning, which is a series of bits about Star Wars, silly, silly Star Wars stuff. So, And that's March 29th through the 31st, so that would be March 30th. March 30th morning. at 9 in the morning. And you just need to go down to the Phoenix Theater. Yeah. And that, that's going to be uh, all ages appropriate. Bring your kids. I know a lot of kids like Star Wars. I know I did when I was a kid. And here I am an adult still liking <laughs> Star Wars. If you don't know where Phoenix Theater is, it's on 2605 Hennepin Avenue. That's right there in the uptown area in Minneapolis. And this is like going to go on. I mean, the, you don't shut down. You no, just keep going. No, it, it's, it's like literally a little Energizer nonstop. Bunny. Just literally nonstop. And there, there are points where, you know, even if there aren't performers on stage, we've got various people hosting. Bryn is going to be hosting a segment. I'll be hosting a segment. Uh, and you can have uh, members of our company do really unpleasant things. For a $25 <laughs> donation, you can have one of us take off our shoes and walk across eight feet of Legos. Oh, ow, yes. ow. It's, there's nothing fun about it except watching it. It's a <laughs> lot of fun just to watch. make sure the castle toppers aren't in the Legos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tray anymore. They, yeah, that Please. Was, Those mm. seem extra harsh. Now, for the audience members who just joined us, I'm going to have Tim introduce all of the actors that have been here today. And, yeah. and they'll be sharing a, a some about their own personal experience. I hope so. Okay. Uh, So we have Bryn Berryhill, we have Kelvin Hatley, and we have Allison Anderson. I know they're all going to be doing some things at at Die Laughing. I want to give them a chance to talk about it. Let's give Bryn a chance to talk about what she'll be doing. Hello, hello. Uh, So I joined Fearless a little over a year ago, which makes me a fearless newbie a little bit. um, And Fearless has helped me a lot since then. Uh, But uh, for Give to the Max Day, a bunch of the fearless newbies got together and we fundraised for Give to the Max Day. And we said if we raised so much money, we would do an entire hour and we got up to hour and a half of doing things that we have never done before. So um, we have uh, scripted theater, which had people writing. I actually wrote a portion of our written part, which I had never written a script before. Uh, We have people acting who had never acted before. We have improvisers who have never improvised before. And um, stand-up for people who have never done stand-up before. So we're basically taking everything that Fearless is about of giving people a chance to try new things and distilling it into an hour and a half. Uh, (laughs) It's going to be real good. Uh, So that is on Saturday at 1 o'clock to 2.30 o'clock p.m. Um, And I'm also going to be in various things. Um, I was talking about um, Double Blind when we were off the air, and that is an improvised, um, short-form improvised show. There's going to be one at the beginning of the whole time of uh, Die Laughing with just the usual kind of improvisers for Double Blind. And then at the end of the entire weekend, um, that is going to be open hat, meaning you can put your name into the hat to be brought up to do games, even if you've never improvised before. So you too can be fearless. <laughs> it sounds like a smorgasbord it with does. your first one that has a little bit of everything. So, so tell me, what what's the definition of double blind? Uh, double blind improv is uh, is the the way, reason it's called double blind. It's short form improv, so it's short form improv games. But the trick is that uh, they're chosen at random, so you never know which game it's going to happen, and the performers are chosen at random, so nobody knows which which improv segments they're going to be in. So that's the double blind bit of it, and it's performed on the I'm going to try and remember. It's the third Thursday of every month at Honey in Minneapolis. Terrific, Kelvin. Tell us about your experience. Well, uh, I've been in Fearless for, boy, I don't know, three, four years, something like that. You're looking at me like I remember the <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, I've, uh, I certainly wanted to be a part of it uh, and, and uh, you know, have uh, the opportunity to perform things and to write things and have, uh, you know, a nice proven pool of people I can draw from to be in those things or be with them in other things, and um, it sounds like, like a really 
strong community of it, folks it really, that really is it's, it's very other. supportive we we all support each other we all you know even when we do things that are outside of the the fearless umbrella we all we go to each other's um performances and and things um yeah i did write a a we did a thing in was it february where uh, fearless five yeah that, oh, yeah. that the, the noir yeah yeah fearless we did, a, five, did a, uh, five short pieces uh uh Inspired by film noir, and I wrote one of them. Uh, it was called Happy Schechter Positive P.I. Uh, it, was, it was about a private investigator who was really in, inappropriately upbeat and cheerful <laughs> about the thing. And uh, that went over really well, and I was very pleased um, to see the reaction to that. Well, it sounds like your group really does live what the mission is, is to try new things, get people excited, do things that maybe you're afraid of, and, yeah. and work together to yeah. make it happen. I, I every year at Die Laughing, I do something that I'm like, I this is a really bad idea. Uh. You know, my thing is, I I try to do things that I I can get other people on the stage that help make me look good, and I'm going to do a, a half hour solo show, Ooh, which scary. is it's not going to be stand up, it's going to be storytelling, it's going to be some other stuff, but it's just going to be me, and that's just horrifying. The idea that I can't just turn it over to somebody else who's way more talented than I am. So that's that's going to be fun for me. And what what time is that going to be? That's going to be one thirty a.m. on. Sunday morning. Oh, we'll have to think uh, about that. I have to get a, get a crew out there for you. Uh, Allison, before yes. we go, I want to hear what uh, what your experience has been. Um, well, I'm also a pretty new member of Fearless. I joined just last fall. So this Die Laughing will actually be my first. So I've decided to take more of a support role with things. I'm doing a number of volunteer hours, uh, mostly on Saturday. So I'm pretty much going to be there for the day on Saturday. And um, I'm background dancing for lip sync battle and I'm, you know, a couple of other things. I'll maybe doing this on Saturday morning, but um, mostly I'm volunteering. I'm going to be a gopher and go between and all that. Um, I first did a fearless show last June when I was um, invited to join the cast of Caucasian Aggressive Pandas and Other Mulatto Tales. And I was the only non-fearless person in the cast. So everybody, in, in the well, in the whole production, the director and stage manager too. So everybody's kind of going, so when are you going to join Fearless? So when are you going to join Fearless? <laughs> so last fall I joined Fearless. And um, since then I have been in Riddle of the Mummy, which was a Fearless production. And I did Fearless 5 Noir, again being in invited to join the cast after somebody had dropped out. So um, so I'm I'm really enjoying jumping into things, and uh, I expect I'll probably do a little bit of that on uh, during Die Laughing too. But mostly this year, I'm watching and learning. I should say we need more volunteers. If you go to go. DieLaughingMarathon.com, you can uh, sign up to be a volunteer. We could use your help. So once again, Die Laughing is March 29th through the 31st. This is you know comedy for all ages throughout right. the three days. Um, Maybe not always, but <laughs> you can find the rating online at dielaughingmarathon.com. Go see it. It's a great experience, and we look forward to having you back on Connections next week. I look forward to being here. <laughs> <laughs>